Prescott back. Double team on the left. Deep out to the left. It's intercepted at the 30-yard line. He underthrew the ball, and it was picked off by Diamador Lenore. Supposed to be their weak link in the secondary. Brad Sham with the call. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and now Bobby Belt on a Cowboys Monday, where, of course, the, e- the uh, season ends in San Francisco. Dak Prescott's six multiple interception game this season, and his interceptions resulted in six points. I mean, that's just what it equated to. Uh, two Dak interceptions. He gives away six points. He has the near pick six at the very end. RJ has the Dak tweet that causes the mayor of Dallas to go ahead and respond. Bobby Belt, you get the mic first. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Quarterback wasn't good enough. Offensive coordinator wasn't good enough. Head coach wasn't good enough. That's, That's where the game came down to to me. Okay. And for the love of God, get a second receiver in here. Okay, well, let's divvy up that pie then. I'm not going to let you off that easy. Okay. Divvy up the pie of coordinator, weapon, coach, quarterback for yesterday. Weapon is more just kind of a generalized, you need to get another one. That's, I, I'm not, we're, we're, what, this is game 20 or, or week 20 of the NFL season? Like, I, I mean, that's just in general a gripe that's existed all season. So I'm not going to like blame that for yesterday. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I think it's pretty close. 33, 33, 33. Wow. Okay. Wow. Little, probably a little more Dak. <laughs> okay. A little more Dak, but very little. How can McCarthy be equally to blame than the way Dak Prescott played? Because the game management was awful in the final 20 minutes when you needed it the most. It was bad. You go for it on fourth and five. You go for it on fourth and eight. You maybe go for it on fourth and 10 before the two-minute warning. The fourth and five is ridiculous. You're you're right there at the 40. Go for it. You need it. Pick it up. Score. Fourth and eight was unacceptable too. And, and that one didn't get talked about at all. But you kick it with Brett Maher to make it 16 to 12. I don't care that you got points there because you come out of it and what do you still need? You still need a touchdown. Whether you make the field goal or miss the field goal, you still need a touchdown in order to do anything. So why not get the extra crack at a touchdown? Go for it on fourth and eight. It was just bad game management. I think it's my personal pie chart. You can have yours. Uh, 85-10-5. Uh, I mean, come on. This can't be equal to the coordinator and the head coach with the way your quarterback I mean, he, he he had a – the second interception was awful. Oh, that was God, an dude, awful yeah. pick. And the first one? Yeah. The first one I first think – was great. The, no, one no. Of the best interceptions ever. Someone no. else's fault. Someone else. What the – Gallup's fault. You got – dude, it's like – yeah. Why Why the F is Gallup stopping on the route? Why is he standing? Literally, that is a comeback. Bobby, He's not coming. Okay, but no, you're but asking. The, but the interceptions even aside, he underthrew Lamb. That could have been a touchdown. That was a, that was a miracle play by CeeDee. That, that was a bad underthrow. He was behind Lamb on another third down. I don't think Lamb he wasn't, would have picked it up. What? He wasn't great. I'm not saying he, he was great. No, 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 he no. He wasn't but average. Listen to, listen to, but he wasn't average. Right? I'm saying I'm saying I I think outside of the interception it was just a very middling performance. Okay. That's what I think. He took the hat off. He's all upset now. Okay, uh, I have it at 99% Dak, 0.4% Kellen Moore, 0.4% <laughs> Mike McCarthy, and then 0.2% on the wide receiver. I'm gonna amend that though because Mike McCarthy cost his team like six to eight percent win percentage, win probability. 
So I'll amend that to so tax at 92%. Cost it with the fourth and five. For the five and the fourth, uh, the, the the punt before the two-minute warning from your own, what, 18. Um, so you just cost the, about 6% win probability there. So I'll amend that. So I'll make it back to 93%. Mike McCarthy at six, then Kellen Moore and the wide receiver. But he, if you, your OC doesn't have a prayer when your quarterback plays like that. He could be God out there calling plays. He could know the defense's play call. And he doesn't have a prayer when your quarterback puts up that crap. Doesn't have a prayer. He was, go ahead. I just, one of the arguments I heard yesterday in the press box was like, well, maybe Kellen's calling all these speed outs and comebacks because he knows the quarterback's not in a position to do anything. It's like, no. Because the problem here is, what has he thrown interceptions on all year? The speed outs and the comebacks, and that's all you built into the game plan. What has San Francisco struggled with over the last five weeks of the season? It was all the stuff downfield. It was all the stuff in the middle of the field. It was the seven, eight, nine routes. It's the stuff you didn't throw all freaking game. It was the play action crap that you didn't call until the third quarter. There was no play action until Pollard went out and they weren't even running the ball effectively anymore. So for the whole argument about, well, we got to establish the running game before we can use play action. Okay, so you wait before Zeke's in there getting you six inches at a time. Wonderful to start calling play action. Dak Prescott on the two interceptions that happened yesterday. Yeah, the first one, um, I guess you just hitched, hitched one too many times. I guess MG, uh, understandably, hitching three times, thought I was going to go on a scramble, um, and the guy just came back to the ball, made a play. Uh, I've got to throw that one away or, or use my feet, get out of the pocket. Uh, and then on the second one, um, nickel squeezed. Uh, yeah, tried to, try to throw a loaded CD, but, I mean, he was able to make a play on it, tip it up in the air, and, uh, tip it to the mic. Uh, just two throws that, that that I can't have. You can't have in the playoffs. You can't have when you're trying to beat a team like that. You can't have on the road. And, um, yeah, no excuses for that. Those are two are 100% on me. 877 881 Text line to hit us up here on the show. Uh, so, I mean, we're in early disagreement over Dak Prescott. We have many more hours and weeks and months and weeks now to discuss and months. it. We have plenty of time to discuss it. The draft's in, what, May? Whatever it is, April? This is the, April. Fi- this is the final question I'll ask you about Dak in this segment. Mm-hmm. Have you changed your mind about him being the guy whatsoever after, as we sit right now? No. You're you're a stubborn man, Bobby Bell. I'm not a stubborn man. I think you look at some of these performances, like even these multi-interception games that we've had, like Jacksonville and stuff like that, he was playing well in those games. And the peripheral statistics say he was playing well in those games. Was he great yesterday? No. But But was he a problem yesterday? Yes. But he did not play yesterday, in my opinion, anywhere near the way he played in the Jacksonville game. Yeah, he also just like went on the road and played one of the best performances this franchise has had in a playoff game. Against an under 500 team. Against a solid pass defense. Against a, de- a pass defense that a lot of people would say a secondary that's better than San Francisco's. Uh, look, th- he did play an all-time game last week. N- no one can say that he didn't. Nobody could. But Sean's right. That was an under 500 team. That was a team where Dak knew that there was like, th- there was, there was, all he had to do was put up X amount of points they were going to win that game. Because Tampa can't score. And all he had to do with this was put up 20, 20 points. 20 points. Yeah, and he, ca- he cost you minimum six. He cost you minimum six, more realistically nine, as much as 13. 
because he threw the first interception. I mean, that was back in their own end. But the second interception, they were in the red zone. They could possibly score a touchdown there. You're you're uh, you're realistically probably looking at a field goal, just because it, it felt like all night. It didn't matter, and I think I texted you guys this. It was one of those things where even whenever they drive into San Francisco territory, it's like they're not coming away with points. It just felt like they weren't coming away with points. It also felt all night like one of these games where, and I said this to somebody at one point, you remember the, uh, I think it was Micah hit Purdy's arm and Donovan Wilson, like it changed the trajectory of the ball and Donovan Wilson flew by it, but it almost was there. It's like, that's the night it's going to be. It's going to be the night where San Francisco is going to catch all those and Dallas is going to miss that one. Deron Bland's going to drop the one near the end zone. Trayvon Diggs is going to drop the one near the end zone. It just felt like that night where the bounces are going to go to San Francisco. And it it felt to me like even in the second quarter, like this was a game they were going to lose. Star down to Trayvon Diggs. Uh, that was a soft. That was a soft effort on that Kittle catch. I can't even look at the Kittle catch. Because I know he gave his little WWE reaction afterwards and his bobble as he's sitting there playing mm-hmm. with himself. Uh, as he he ended up with five for what? 95, both playoff career highs. He could have lit him up on that play. That ball hung. That play hung oh. in the air for so long. And somehow Trayvon Diggs, who has been criticized around here for his tackling, completely whiffs. Completely whiffs any type of contact, in my opinion. Doesn't allow that 30-yard completion to take place. And he could have made up for it with the interception, his specialty. At the, at, after that, he drops the interception. He totally wusses out on the Kittle play. Big, fat, humongous start down for Trayvon Diggs. I'm disgusted by the Kittle play. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lose my mind over the dropped interception because it was a tip ball. So you had to change your hands really, really quick. And even though he's got great hands. That just, one kind of got to his bread basket it, more. It, it handcuffed him. It handcuffed him. The Kittle play, you're spot on. My Lord. Okay. Uh, that's a soft play, man. I'm sorry. What do they call it? El Matador? That's what he is. He's a matador out there. <laughs> just just put a red cape on him. and Tra- Trayvon Duck. Yep. Trayvon, like Trayvon that. Ducks. That was, that was bad. That was bad. You have to. I mean, I get it. I get it. Kittle's got size on him, all that stuff. Like, he's not going to sit there and, let, you know. Kittle's it, concentrating on the ball. Dude, you could have lit him up. I mean, you could have separated. Separate. You could have separated the ball. You could have separated his shoulder. Hey. I mean, oh, I can't talk about that. Don't you talk You could have separated everything. Like, he was there. Like you all, you could have lit him up. And they didn't. He completely whiffed. On purpose. On purpose. You, There's no way you could convince me that he did not miss him on purpose. <laughs> not a chance. I mean that was that that was a football play. That, that that's one of those plays that in 1978 would have been on a TV commercial for how much they would have lit him up. It's it it is on a commercial now that yeah. XFL one on the sideline. Yeah. I think that's the league. So he drops the interception. They have a third and nine, and you have Donovan Wilson tackle Kittle that keeps them on the field. Then you get another first down because. Only defensive holds can happen to a lineman when the Cowboys face the 49ers. In the playoffs, that's it. That's all, that all on that drive. Kittle with the bobble catch. Diggs with the duck. Uh, third and nine, Donovan Wilson penalty, legit penalty. And then Hankins gets called for a hold, and they make you pay. Start down Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, I, I, I am I am still very perplexed with the amount of defensive holding calls on, on the line this team gets <laughs> in these playoff games. I You never see that called. 
The literally the only time I ever see that called is when the Cowboys play the Niners. Makes absolutely no sense. I wonder. I'll have to look it up. I wonder if over the last two years, those two games, they've racked up more defensive holding than they have in the last two seasons. I bet it's close. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, they got flagged for it a bunch last year. They could have been flagged for it even more. Uh, and I am I'm sure it doesn't make anybody feel better. But just as uh, context for what it was like post-game, he was, Trayvon Diggs was the most depressed in the locker room, for what it's worth. So, again, I know that doesn't make anybody feel better, and the fan text probably lights it up with, well, he should be depressed, blah, blah, blah. but he was. He was he was incredibly down after the game. How else was it in there? Uh, it's funny. I saw Mac Engle, and Mac was Whoa. saying, and the entire time I've been around the Cowboys, he's like, this is the fastest a locker room has emptied out. Uh, I, had, I followed Jerry with his walk-off. We saw you on TV. And by the time I came back, the locker was empty except for, like, Dak and Zeke. And Dak was going to go to the podium. And so it emptied out really, really fast. But um, walked to the locker, everybody pretty stoic. Uh, Diggs looked flat-out depressed. Diggs was at his locker depressed. Uh, Zach Martin was interesting because he was kind of tearing up. He looked kind of emotional and, like, hugged one of the coaches on the way in. And that that was the only sort of... Have you emotion seen, is you he, saw. Is he ever like that? No. Uh-uh. He's he's usually very just You think he's going to retire? I don't I don't I don't know. It's weird. He he just he, he I don't know what it was. It's just it was it was a very weird reaction. It may just be the I'm a veteran. I don't know how many years I have left and this was a I thought we had a really good shot. And uh you know, it's just it was it was it was kind of an odd reaction. He just he he looked like he was tearing up and that's not like him. Why is the mayor responding to RJ Choppy and which ending was worse last year or that absolute train wreck that happened yesterday? Your star up, your star downs for the 6 a.m. club with Sean and RJ on the fan. Third and one shotgun snap is back. Prescott throws it out right caught by Schultz for a first down. Clock is running. Oh, they're not giving him the out of bounds. The clock's running at the 24. Good Lord. Dallas Cowboy brain farts. Just the smallest details in the biggest moments, they always seem to butcher it. Brad and Babe with the call. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt here with star up, star down as the Cowboys get eliminated. This is Dalton Schultz twice. As they're backing off and giving you some easy yardage to try to get in Hail Mary range, and Dalton Schultz doesn't realize the forward progress rule going out of bounds. As soon as he got hit, I knew the clock was going to continue to run. As soon as he got hit. I hate that, by the way. I'm like, if you're out of bounds, the clock should always stop. I'm not crying and bitching because it happened to the Cowboys. Just in general, like, I got to go out of bounds moving forward versus moving backwards. But Dalton Schultz lightens up. Too cool number one. Too cool play number one. Lightens up. Allows the 49er defender to knock him backwards so the clock continues to run. And then too cool play number two does not get a second foot down. Oh, that, yeah, that's the one. that That's the egregious one. The, the, the first one. The ball was at your 24-yard line instead of the 39-yard yeah. line after he didn't get both feet it down. It puts you in a position to throw Hail Mary. I mean, you can, you, you know, Dak can make that throw. Um yeah, like that—that's the egregious one. Like when 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 a guy gets hit out of bounds and his progress goes backwards, I don't always blame the player, the the the, the ball carrier on that one. Um, you know, because sometimes you just get hit, sometimes you get hit in the right spot. Right my problem, but my problem with that, my, my problem with that, and this is a very, it's a small detail, 
but it cost them. He he clearly pulled up. Like he clearly pulled up yeah. with the defender there, and that allowed his momentum to get pushed backwards, and the referee kept the clock going, but not having the second foot down. The second foot is is inexcusable. Like like that's it's such a lazy play. You could easily easily make that and get that second foot down. Easily done it. Now I get it. He thought that the foot was down when he caught the ball, right? The back foot. And then he just kept running. He wanted to get out of bounds as quickly as possible. I get it. But you got to be more aware. He just looks so nonchalant sometimes. And that's what that's what infuriates me when you just look nonchalant while doing it. And again, the ball is at your 24 instead of the 39-yard line. And that set, sets up whatever that was with maybe Zeke Elliott's final play as a Cowboy getting blasted and put on his rear end as he's playing center before Turpin catches it and immediately gets buried. You didn't even get a lateral off. You didn't even get one lateral off at the end of that. Not that you were going to score anyway. Sorry. This is like how they got cued at the end of uh, the Buccaneers game in the opener last year. Remember that weird play they ran there where Micah was on the offensive line and Vander Esch, and they ran this weird, like, okay, snap the ball, start running, and we'll just, you know, pitch it. Steve Smith eliminated Kellen Moore from Panther consideration after that play. He goes, <laughs> we interviewed this dude, cancel it. I mean, well, cancel <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know what else you want. I mean, they didn't have much to do with that. That was an awful play. Uh, well, you know, the other thing, you know, Dalton Schultz is clearly a spy. He's uh, you know, he's he's a, he's, a, he's got to be a Niner fan. He went to Stanford. He probably was, you know, playing on them, playing for them <laughs> yesterday. Did, and wouldn't surprise me to go sign with them tomorrow. Did he talk afterwards? I don't know because I stayed with Jerry. So when when we finished up with Jerry, by the time we got out, that's how fast the locker cleared. Was we got back and there was nobody in there. How and does so, how does this ending compare to last year? Like, which one is more painful or embarrassing? The just with the mechanics. I of think everything. there's a little there's a little revisionist history on both in that you had no shot a- after you got stopped. I think before the two minute warning, that was the end of the game. And similarly. The year before, like there was a, the whole like, wow, we should have been able to get off another play on the Dak draw. Even if you get off another play, okay, then you then you throw a Hail Mary that doesn't get completed and you lose. Like that's, I, I don't think either game was realistic on the final drive to win it. Right. And so to me, I, I, I kind of shrug my shoulders in terms of which game overall was more painful. To me, it's this one. Because last year, I, we all knew how like physically imposing San Francisco was and that Dallas... It was one of those games where we're talking to David Helm and we're like, we'll know 10 minutes into this game if they're going to lose. And 10 minutes into the San Francisco game last year, we knew they were going to lose. This one, it was into the third quarter and you were like, they can win this. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. they just, they blew it. They did. They did. They didn't get They didn't get the right amount of, they didn't get the play of the quarterback they needed. Uh, the defense was fine. Defense, defense was, was fine. Defense was outstanding in the first half. It, it was, it was outstanding. Uh, but then you had that, See, this end is the worst thing that could happen for us for the national shows. Like, we know it was basically game over, but this is joke fodder. This is material for your Stephen A. Smiths and everyone else. Just like last year, the game was over, basically, and then the way it ended just gives the national shows all the material they need. Here's McCarthy on the end. Well, I mean, it didn't really get to, it didn't get, it didn't get going, so... Um... Yeah, I, I really don't want to get into detail of it, but that's obviously wasn't the plan, you know. So um, it's obviously a, a gadget player or whatever. It's a and it's a last play situation call that we we practice. Uh, my other star up, star downs. I thought, man, this is why we love sports because it's the last thing that you could ever 
predict, the last thing that anyone would say would determine who wins this game on the road, Kelvin Joseph was going to be a hero. Anger to punt. Kicks it away. Whoa. Low, very low. Grabbed by Ray Ray. McLeod, he fumbled the ball. It's rolling around at the 20-yard line. Cowboys think they've got it. Van Der Esch and Overton say it's the Cowboys' ball, and I've never known either of, of them to lie. <laughs> but so does Bill Vinovich, and Damone Clark comes out with the ball. There's the first real break for the Cowboys. Yep. And they only got three. They you know only, the vibe. They only got three out of it. That was painful to only capitalize with three. That that right there was your Michael Irvin crazy play that needed to happen. Something crazy needed to happen, and there it was with Kelvin Joseph, of all people, coming up with it. But they couldn't score six or seven. They could only get three. Uh, so star up to Kelvin Joseph. Star down to Michael Gallup. What was that, Bobby Belt? And that may mean you could mean the game or the entire season. This was a Michael Gallup this season just didn't look like he was right. And I don't mean physically. I I just mean between the ears. I I don't know that he was ever right coming back off of that injury. And it was, you know, he had the, the one play where there was the interception and then he wasn't seen again until that deep pass in the fourth quarter. That was it. And those were the only two tar- or He had three targets in the game. Is that I the pass that was fun. behind him? Which one? The deep one. The one where he was, yeah, was turning over or yeah, whatever. The and, one that Dak completely missed. Completely missed. Awful. That was that was the other chance. Yeah. That like, was yeah. that, that was the chance towards the end, and Dak was basically throwing an out route. And Michael Gallup had a step. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He had a step. It was an awful throw. And that was that was your last gasp. Like it, That uh, was really the true last gasp. Like, if Dak's on target with that, I mean, how differently you look at Gallup's game? Like quite well, a bit. yeah, he'd have one catch. He'd have one catch. I know, but, like, <laughs> it'd be a big play. Like, a huge play. There's been something, like, since Gallup entered the league, there's, I think it's 55 players have been targeted at least 350 times, and he has the worst catch percentage of, it, of those 55 players. Zeros across the board except for three targets. Yeah. He got blanked. Nothing from T.Y. Uh, Amari Cooper's trending this morning. It was the fir- it was basically the first completion of the game. Yeah, he had the one. Ca- he, he had the first catch of the game. And the overhead views, very, you know, it's easy to do this stuff, right? On every throw, you could do it. The play where Dak was trying to find Lamb again with Warner in coverage, they went and found T.Y. like running wide open oh. down the middle of the seam. Oh, the the the, the one where C.D. was behind the linebacker. It was the line, linebacker yeah, on C.D. Yeah, yeah, Warner. That one. Yeah, uh, that that was T.Y.'s only other sighting of the entire game. But the reason that Amari Cooper is trending is because people people are observing the lack of like it felt when Pollard was gone. That was your offense. It was C.D. Lamb on dump offs and nothing else. Nothing. Zip zero. Yeah. Period. I mean, CD had a game. Like uh, that's uh, he, I mean, he, he played tough, man. Yeah, he had a really good game. Like they were trying to punish him. Uh-huh. They were trying they to were. hurt him. They were. They absolutely were. Um, you know, so so CD is is absolutely a legit number 1. Yes. Like, there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. But yeah, I mean, Amari Cooper would have helped. There's no doubt about it. Although actually I shouldn't say that. He wouldn't have. It's a road game. <laughs> Stop it. Eight, he would have se- showed up. 877-881-1053. Uh, I, I got to star down. This is another play that I'm confused over, and it looked like it could have been 
a kickoff return to the house. Gold's kick to Turpin. Catches it going to his left at the goal line, out to the 10. 15-20. Beat a man, got a block. He backed into the kicker. He did. At oh. the 43-yard line. What oh. is he doing? If he cuts right, I mean, I thought I was ready to say it's a touchdown. I mean, before, when he got to the 30, I said, this is a touchdown. He's getting a block on the right side, and he cuts right back up into the kicker. And, and he tried C.J. to. C.J. Goodwin's getting him a block over there on the right side. Really good block from Gifford. Then Goodwin gets the block you're talking about. I mean, and, far be it from me. I'm not, never returned a kick in my life, but wow. I, I thought, oh, he's going to go right, and he's gone. I, I, I'm totally with you. I don't know what the hell he was doing I there. Think this is perfect to have Bobby there in the press box with the overhead view. It looked like he spun back to the middle of the field where there was some traffic. We were all watching it and starting to like, oh, he's got it. And then he spins into it and everybody collectively went like, what is he doing? Like it was, I mean, I don't know what it is. This is all season to be honest. And and look, he's been really good for them as a return guy. Well, you know, for the first 10, like the first 10 defenders on there, he's really good. And then with the 11th defender, he turns into Trent Richardson vision. And I don't, I don't have a clue why. That's it. He's 11th. That's his nickname because the 11th guy is always tackling him. He's, he's never getting past him. The, uh, oh, yeah, one of the Twitter accounts that always hits us up at not to be trite says Turpin closes his eyes when he runs. And he does. He closes his eyes when he runs. I just, I can't. I don't know I how the hell. Like, like, seriously, he literally spun and backed into him. Like, he, he was trying to dance with him. He was, he was, you know, Throwing that butt in a circle, as the song would say. How many times have we did we see him do this this year? Hold up, like this close. Oh, like oh, about to. I mean, was, I don't was, think we should criticize. No, him. I like, like like he's. I mean, he's he's giving you production and explosiveness in the return game. Okay, he's not he's not breaking the final piece of it. Uh, but I mean, yesterday that was a that was a good game from him. Sure, it was a really nice return game. there. But I mean, like I think it he had another return. I feel like earlier. Uh, I think he I had one that was okay. Over. He had another one also that got him swamped at like the seventeen, though. I think in the fourth quarter. But he's, I mean, in general, I mean, he's a Pro Bowler, and you just give it uh, to him. Yeah, but I mean, like it, it is one of those things where listen to me. What they're not going, you're not going to have a better return season from someone that you you had or that you're going to have next year. You're like you're being a little bit. I think you're being. No, I mean, well, I mean, part of me is also like highly, like acutely aware of how close he got, how many different times because of Jared Sandler. That's part of it. Oh, the bet you lost. Yeah, yeah. Turpin that's had a- four for one twenty with the long of forty four. He had eighty other yards in returns besides that one. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's like twenty six a return or whatever it is, which is okay. But I mean, like the whole point is like. How many times he was incredibly close all year? Now, like I said, he was a good returner. I'm not like that frustrated with that. It's just it's it's, ir- it's annoying that there were probably like five times this year where he was close to getting a touchdown if he just doesn't bizarrely turn into a kicker or something. Tell me the reactions that everybody had during the ride of Brett Maher, the Brett Maher ride at Six Flags and. I know that, you know, Bobby calls me out for teasing too many things and not delivering. Finally, (laughs) RJ versus the mayor when it comes to number four in Dak Prescott's play. Plus, Dan Orlovsky is trying to, like, jump on the show. Uh, That's not going to happen. They're torturing Bobby in the press box in San Francisco. 
a dreary, dreary, frustrating Cowboys Monday continuing right here on The Fan. Here's Brett Maher for the extra point. Left hash. The kick is blocked. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. But I don't know that that's his fault, but still, you don't know. That kept it 6-3. Peyton was the first one to hit us up. This was quick reaction by you. Peyton goes, I don't think that was going in anyway. And I was like, what? How can you How can you see that? And then they come back from commercial, and Greg Olson said the same thing. So Peyton first taking RJ's job as the degenerate, and oh, yeah. now Greg Olson's job as Fox analyst as it looked like that ball was going left. Anyway, people it said did. he got lucky that it got deflected because he was going to miss that by at least 10 yards. Yeah, the only thing I could think of is that it was a crosswind and he was aiming left. Other than that, that was just a dead pull. McAfee comes out there. He's like, oh, he fatted that one, and he did. I Woo! don't, don't want to hear anyone else's reaction except for maybe the greatest Twitter response in the history of the Metroplex since we've been doing this show together. Governor Greg Abbott. Oh, gosh. He may God. have just gotten my vote for this. <laughs> you already had mine, sir. Greg. Oh. Greg Abbott tweets after the Maher miss block. And I'm like you, Bobby. I had to check 10 times to make sure this was oh, a legit yeah, absolutely. account. Because I was going to post this on Instagram and Facebook. And I was like, I know I'm going to get got here. I know this is a prank. It's real. Greg Abbott tweeted, I swear I can kick as good as the Dallas Cowboys kicker. Man. <laughs> that is. Sir. That is self-awareness. Sir. <laughs> that is legend. That is legendary. That is legendary. And then Maher makes his next two kicks. Uh, Fourth and four, the Cowboys decide to go for it. Two minutes left in the half on their own 35, tied at six. That's when Dak used, uh, sorry, fourth and four with two left on their 35, tied at six. That is when Dak used his legs. Uh, And it would have been a 52-yarder. They said, no, we're going for this. We're going for this. So I was trying to track the decisions in which they were dodging Maher. That's really the only one that stood out. They picked up the first down with Dak running, and then Brett was able to go ahead and make uh, make his final two attempts, one from 25 and one from 43, as, of course, their freaking kicker never, ever misses. Mike McCarthy was asked if the Maher block early on changed any game plans. Yeah, I don't know where we're going here. Um, I, I thought that, you know, I went for I went on, I went for it on fourth downs that I've gone on all year. You know, there's um, – yeah, I'm just trying. I'm trying to give you an honest answer. I don't remember sitting there changing plays based off what happened last week. You know that that that, that, didn't, that didn't happen. So. Um, yeah, definitely. But then the next time we had the opportunity, we you know we lined them up and they kicked it through. So, um, in the reality of it, you know, you know we we got the ball back. You know, obviously the next to the last series, you know, the the plan was to go down and score and go for two to, for the win. So I mean that's. That was the thought process, but that that had more to do with, you know, I just felt like our defense was on the field a long time. And, uh, you know, I, I thought we, we picked it up in certain areas in the second half, uh, but like I said, we just came up short. Very fair question. Look, Mike's frustrated. Ask the camera from NBC5. Love um, you, Noah. <laughs> Noah Bullard uh, getting the Mike McCarthy hand to the face with the camera. Kenny, Kenny Rogers. There, there, was, <laughs> there was an instance... He's talking about the pitcher. 
Yeah, when he did that to uh, he Larry. Shoved Larry Kevin Rodriguez Kevin Brown? Fox. No, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Here, yeah. here. Okay. He, he was at the uh, was at the ballpark. He shoved Larry Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, there was an instance in this game where it felt like the Cowboys were setting up two downs versus kicking. Uh-huh. Uh, they feel like a little short screen. I think it was the Pollard, or it was a little. Yeah. It was a little swing pass. So that's what they're asking about. Like, were you? Did you have a four down mentality versus just straight out decisions? And coach, you're talking about all this aggression. Not the end. You, not you, other times. You, you 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 butchered fourth and five. That's not aggression. Fourth and five. I was shocked because of the yeah. way they've been going for four. They go for that fourth down in their own territory throughout the year. Yeah, it was crazy. Let alone on San Francisco's 40, and McCaffrey ends up scoring, and it was too much to overcome. That was a that was a big moment, man. Fourth yeah. and five, and they punted for a 31-yard net gain. Uh, fourth and five from the San Fran 40. Ben Baldwin on Twitter has got a uh, a fourth down bot, which basically you know gives you the percentage chance that you would get of winning the game if you go for it, if you don't go for it, all that stuff. Uh, the Cowboys cost themselves 4% of win probability by punting. Uh, it was If they had succeeded, they would have had a 58% chance of winning the game. By punting, they immediately cost themselves uh, chances. Had they missed it, had they gone for it and uh, not succeeded, I mean, they'd have been down to 36%. That's a huge swing. It's a huge, huge swing. But they got themselves basically nothing. You know, basically nothing in terms of net yardage. 30 uh, yards. It's, it's it's crazy. 30. It's crazy. On their 40. All right, we move from the governor to the mayor. RJ yeah. Choppy, what happened? So, I uh, I posted a tweet last night. Look, Bobby, I'm finally paying off the tees. Just <laughs> two segments later. <laughs> I was, I was, that was one hand backhand because you had just hit me last week, and so I needed to come back with something, Sean. No, I do it all the time. <laughs> I need to get better. I just need to tease one The mayor responded it. to me. On social media, I was, I was like, "Oh, look at this!" Is the, I, like, I, I gotta. I did the same thing. Were, were you? Were you? Were you deep in any bottle last night? Last night? Yeah, last night. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I, I I'm not, you smell like gin this morning. No, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm on. I, I took some, some shots. You took some shots. Yeah, that's that's basically what I do now. I just I just take some shots, like one an hour, throughout the day. <laughs> Shut up. Um, you know, but last night it was, you know, it was Evan Williams hundred proof. Oh, you know, on, you know, on, how many you think you had you the whole day? Uh, I don't know. Six, eight, throughout the whole day. Damn. You know, it's just whatever. Maybe four. I don't I don't really know. I don't really count. You animal. You, know, you know, if you had four and you know, if you had eight. Well, if you take eight and shots. And if you don't course, know, then you had eight. If you take eight shots throughout the course of that, like I wasn't even buzzed. Because, I mean, they're, 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 we're talking about the course of the entire eight day. shots. Of, um, yeah, something like that. Six. I don't know. Whatever. You started during the AFC game. Oh no! I started during breakfast. Man, I had to get I had to get geeked up for the game, man. I was I was on one yesterday. I was so excited for this game. I was like I had to calm my nerves down. Yeah. Is Just everything calm. okay at home? Oh, it's great. Couldn't be better. Okay. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> she's the enabler. She's, she's got all the liquor no. bottles. <laughs> she's got a lot of them. She she's has less. The than, she has less now than when we met. That's for dang sure. <laughs> but uh, I, I so I tweeted yesterday. I love Dak because you tweeted. I'm going to get so hammered during this game when the Cowboys start winning and if they start losing, it's going to get even <laughs> worse. Um, and then people are saying, was RJ drunk tweeting? No. Uh, so uh, Sarah just slapped my ass so hard after that Maher make, I think I need to call her daddy. That she did. A, that was a tweet. Uh, she passed out apparently during the game. We got that on the group text. She did. She fell asleep. She okay. was tired. All right. 
She had, she's uh, she's under the weather. She has like a sinus thing, so I don't think she slept very well the night before or last night. So so she didn't have the same amount of drinks. No, 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 uh, no. Because I had I had some when she was you know still Just... trying to take a nap and never whatever. So <laughs> I ride tweeted He's drinking in the side closet. Yeah. I was hiding him <laughs> like my brother, <laughs> hiding it from his lovely wife. Jeez. So I ran it I, all out. I tweeted, "Listen, I love Dak Prescott; he's my favorite quarterback. But this is what it looks like in the NFL when you don't have an elite one—just something we have to live with. You either have Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, etc., or you don't." And the mayor responded, "Mayor oh. Mooney to mayor? No, oh. Mayor Eric Johnson, <laughs> the Tolo, Dallas Mayor." There are some pretty definitive stats regarding the draft position of Super Bowl winning or runner-up QBs that when you subtract Brady, Kurt Warner, Brad Johnson are rather daunting. Russ Cowboy faithful. Look it up. Mm. Uh, and then he, he, he responded again. Basically, according to the stats, our fate under both Romo and Dak were sealed the day they were handed the reins. Again, look who plays in the Super Bowls. It's not personal. Uh, and you know what? Look, the Cowboys... And look, for a lot of the NFC teams, look at the NFC teams that were in the postseason. Outside of the Giants. You know, Cousins was a late-round pick. Dak was a mid-round pick. Jalen Hurts was a second-rounder. Purdy was the seventh-rounder, right? The AFC is gone where they're getting... I mean, everybody there is like a first overall pick, second overall pick, tenth pick, sixth pick, whatever. Like, they're up and down the line. Just young, blue-chip quarterbacks. And then the Cowboys are sitting here. Look, and, and this was posted, you know, earlier to another another listener said this like the cowboys have basically got 20 years of look what i found at quarterback and that's what they've done yeah it's it's criminal criminal that they've gotten they have not taken a quarterback in the first round since troy Aikman. like that is criminal that was 30 two years ago like that is insane and that's what's gonna happen and that's where they are they're sitting on this hamster wheel of look what I found at QB and look, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are going to be in the AFC championship game for the next 10 years. Not Josh Allen. No. Oh, okay. No. The new Jim Kelly. Dak was 23 <laughs> of 37. Well, at least Jim got there, right? 23 of 37 for 206, 5.6 per pass, one touchdown, two interceptions. QBR 51 and a half. Yeah, and uh, if you take away the lamb completion, it was 4.4 yards per attempt. Oh, my Lord. Oh, God. Oh, my Lord. Because everything was at the sticks, Chop. Everything was at the sticks. So you're telling me that the entire... uh, So if I were to go watch the All-22, no no, receiver receiver ran routes downfield. Uh, Pretty much all night, yeah. We We were talking about it in the press box. Everything was... Short, everything was under. It was all the. It was all Why? speed outs. Why would you do I that? I don't know. Because it was the, maddening. I, I, the 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 OC does not dictate where the ball goes. The quarterback does. Right, he, he does. But it's like when we used to criticize Linehan for you're running four stop routes. What are you doing? Like it's the same thing the receivers used to criticize him for. Where it's like, are, are we even going to try and challenge him? There was just not a lot. There were there were a couple different times where and this is a this is also partially on dag where they lined up and they had like okay you've got lamb and you've got brown over to the left side of the formation and the only safety on that side of the formation there, there's one safety on that side of the formation 
There's only safety help for one of these guys. You've got, you know, just by the way the cover, like pre-snap, it'd be really difficult for them to get in a position to roll double coverage or, or you know, you're going to get single coverage on one of these guys. So there's two approaches, right? Uh, and, and Shady McCoy was applauding the Cowboys game plan. Keep it close. If I told you it was 6-6, six, 9-6 six, six heading into the fourth, would you be happy with that? Keeping it close and conservative and needing a Turpin play or needing a Lamb or a Gallup play to happen to steal the win? Or we're coming in high octane and we can score 30 on you as well. That approach. Two different approaches. They took what you're saying is very conservative. Let's keep it close. Let's keep this within six, tied a three-point game. Or let's go wide open, spread this thing out, and let's go try to score 30. Which one's a smarter approach? Always try to score 30. Okay. That's always a- You got a quarterback who uh, is addicted to turnovers. I'm just, I'm just yeah, giving yeah, you no, both I, sides. I get you. I get you. you got, uh, uh, I, have, I have someone at wide receiver and nobody else. I have I have I have no explosion. I'm going to invite Nick Bosa even more if I drop back and and and, and pass. Um, you know, I I'm just looking at these two approaches. Did the style of game they want work out and the couple of plays just didn't fall in their favor versus trying to score 30. Why why the lack of play action? Why none of that? Like basically the entire first half. There was almost none of it. Um it did. I'll have to go back and look, but I just I don't remember it feeling like they were doing much to try and get Dak on the move. Like a lot of those patented boots and waggles that we see him run so often with Dak, I didn't see any of that. But look, this is we talked all week. Like the one vulnerability San Francisco had shown in recent weeks was they were giving up stuff downfield, and you didn't even challenge it. And the the couple times you, you did kept challenge talking about number two corner, number two corner, number two corner. The couple times you did challenge it, CD did yep. make a big catch. There was another one that was close on CD down the middle of the field, the one that he was... Warner? Yeah, the, the one he was trying to, to grab and it got knocked away. There was obviously the, the gallop, but I mean, the, the, like, the couple times they tried to push it downfield, there was a shot on all of them. DK Metcalf went off against uh, the 49ers. Look at the game that Geno now had compared to Dak's game. That's how bad Dak was. Oh, yeah. That's how bad. Like, Geno, yeah. no one said, well, but Geno played well. And now it feels like he played so much better than the $40 million guy that we have here.